The Words with Chris and Drew podcast is part of Podnose, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. For episode archives of Words with Chris and Drew and all of the shows on the network, visit us at www.podnose.com. You can also follow us on Twitter by at Podnose or send us an email by admin at podnose.com. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Halloween special. Music. It's uh, the Halloween special, which is also the final episode of the season. I know, right? 30. Episode 30. This series is almost as old as I am. Oh, man. Isn't that, uh, isn't that something? It is something. Um, yeah, we've got um, th- this episode. Obviously, it's going to be a spooky one, so uh, we'll, um, we've got some, some uh, Halloween questions. Mm. You've all been providing us with some brilliant... Um, spooky questions to do with Halloween so we're going to have all of those coming up um, also we've, we've got the final Jigsaw Jamboree the last one ever no longer will anyone have to listen to you do a jigsaw puzzle ever again not unless they want to no or if they want to meet up with you and do a jigsaw puzzle what would you do if someone said you want to meet up and do a jigsaw puzzle I haven't fully recovered from the last one actually to be <laughs> honest so it did take its toll yeah Fair enough. Um, also, we'll probably get to this at the start. Um, we've got the Poetry Slam results, yeah, which uh, I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah. Uh, also, a joke. I'm assuming you got a scary joke this week because it's Halloween. Oh, terrifying! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, well, um, before we before we start, um, just want to have a just need to have a quick word from our sponsor, Texas Jaxi. Thanks for that. George. Nice one, George. Um, so, without further ado, shall we begin our spooktacular? Let's begin. Right. Well, actually, no, let's not. Let's do the Poetry Slam results. Because oh, okay. that's not really scary. Well, so, let's get it out of the way. Although on. your poem was a bit scary. I think you actually lost a few a few points for it being too sinister. Why? And people questioning why your sausage was in was lying in wait. What's what, it, what else is it going to do? What was it going to do? What's it waiting for? It's not waiting for anything. You, you, what was the it's end of the, the last is, line? Was... The point is, it's it's stuck behind the fridge. They can't do anything. You said it's it bides its time and waits. This is the point. It's an existential poem. Right. It just sits there waiting for purpose or salvation. <laughs> See, it's too deep, man. It's too deep. Yeah. And it wasn't... Another comment was yours wasn't sausagey enough. What do you mean it's not sausagey enough? It wasn't much. It was about a sausage. No, it was more about this bloke being disgruntled at the, oh, losing, yeah. you know, his shares. And there was a bit about the sausage falling off the plate. Well, yeah. Well, anyway, do you want to know the results? I fear you're going to tell me anyway. I am. Um, well, I've won, again. Right. It's a, it's a whitewash. 
in the, in, the uh, not in, the <laughs> in terms of you know the tasks and challenges we've done over the season, it's been a whitewash, mate. Do you want to know what I think? Well, do you, well, go on. I think that uh, crooked Hillary has rigged this entire process. <laughs> it's the most rigged thing you ever saw. Well, okay. Do you want to hear who voted? Uh, will it just will it upset me? I don't know. All, all the people who've said no. It's, it's not. There wasn't that many votes, but I did destroy you. How many votes were cast there in was total? Six in total. Six. That's a good turnout. Yeah, but that's that's what we got. That's what we had to work with. Um, Scott Willis, Joe Lord, uh, Ben Nothing, Emma Chandler, Kimberly Grange voted for me. Matt Raven voted for you. And I'd like to point out that Matt voted for you because he was annoyed at me. He didn't even listen. Didn't even listen to the poems? No. Wow. I'm shocked and stunned. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I did like your poem. Oh, well, And I, prob- I probably... No, 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 don't, don't, don't hurt yourself, mate. <laughs> I would have voted for you. OK. Good. But, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm trying to be gracious in victory. Good for you. Would you rather I wasn't? Uh, wow, well, fair point. Yeah, there you go. All right, so that's it. Good old poetry slam. I'm apparently good at writing poems about sausages. Awesome. Um, right, I need to do this question first because um, I actually this is why Andrew got a vote for his poem because I left out a question from Matt last week. So I'm going to answer this week's question before we get into the scary ones, all right? I hope this pleases you, Matt, and that you actually listen to our poems and then vote for me. Right. Matt's question. It's music related. Good. He says, um, <laughs> alright, do you think the fashionably contrarian nature of the prevailing elitist attitude in most forms of alternative and rock music now mean that we will never have any new consensus major um, festival headliners emerge to replace Metallica, ACDC, Iron Maiden, etc.? Hmm. And he, he, he did want to add... Um, who who do you think will be headlining Download Reading and Leeds in twenty twenty six? Twenty twenty six. Yeah. Okay, so that's ten years from now. Would you want to touch on what you said first before we? Well, there, I agree to a point. There is there is a problem, and not and it's not just the rock and the metal and the alternative scenes. It's like every festival mm. is has this problem of the fact that headline level bands are just not or headline-level artists are not coming up anymore or don't seem to be coming up as regularly as they used to. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's because the way the music business is now, it does necessarily put a bit of a cap on how big newer artists can get, realistically. Yeah, which is a shame because, yeah. I mean, there's bands like Gojira we've been talking about for a long time. Oh, we... Well, get us started on them. Yeah, oh, we'll never stop. Exactly, and that, 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 for good reason, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the thing; like, it, it baffles me how they're not headlining things like Download yet. I don't. I can't imagine. I mean, I would love them to be able to do it, mm-hmm. but I don't think they ever will. The, the largest thing I can see them headlining is Bloodstock. Yeah, basically. Maybe, but that which yeah. is not necessarily a bad thing, you know. No, not at all. Because you know, anyone who gets to that level has done fantastically well, anyway. Um, I think the. The point I take issue with is the idea that it's because of this virulent elitism mm. in the metal scene. Right. And I have an interesting sort of relationship with that question. Okay. Because 
I don't think that the heavy metal elitist, as as he or she is popularly described, really actually exists substantively. Right. I think. I mean, to be honest, I think it's actually a bit of a straw man. Okay. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I think so. It's sort of an imaginary person. It's an imaginary yeah. argument that you're railing against, not a real one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and a lot of the time, I've always thought with you know, particularly with the music that we like, you know. What's so bad about elitism? Well, you know, I, 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 what's what's just... wrong with uh, what's wrong with demanding high standards? You know, life's too short to put up with mediocrity, surely. Well, fair enough, but I mean, it's that whole. I think what annoys people is like that sort of. It's that, like you know what I mean. We've met. We've all met a person that's into you know like Slayer, or yeah, or Metallica, or mate. Some of these bands, and they they look. They, it's almost like they look down their nose at other bands when someone goes oh have you checked out this band and they're like well what's the point because mm. Slayer exists and it's like you're an it- I just want to be like, I just want to fucking grab I, them and be like, you're a fucking knob I wouldn't necessarily describe that as elitism though well I don't know I, well at least I would I mean it's, it's a problem regardless yeah. however, whatever way you slice it that's definitely a problem for the scene in mm. general that kind of thinking I think a, a more appropriate thing to discuss maybe is that our music, our musical world, is hopelessly stuck in the past a lot of the time. Yeah, that's kind of what and I that's, mean. Yeah. That, that's really a bigger problem, I think, you know. Because um, even even the bands which who are getting bigger, mm. like, let's take Avenged Sevenfold, for instance, you know, mm, yeah. they're really rooted in bands that were doing the sim- similar things like 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Their entire sound, you know. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, I think I heard a Trivium song maybe a year or two ago and I was like this is Metallica mm. <laughs> like just fine I mean yeah, yeah there's, not, there's nothing wrong with that at all but in the grand scheme of things it means that groups who are not obviously paying homage to the previous generation of bands are you know if they're playing heavier music they're automatically have the whole deck stacked against them almost well know? yeah um, I preferred I preferred hearing bands that you know I, I guess push the envelope slightly and you know you can hear their influences more in the earlier stuff they've done yeah but then they turn into their own thing yeah yeah I mean Gojira is another case in point there because I mean I often said say to people yeah, Morbid like, Angel yeah like the first two albums <clears throat> yeah, there were so many stolen Morbid Angel riffs yeah. on on those records which is fine because like most bands really start off as just an amalgam of their influences. Mm. But, you know, by the time they got to their third album from Master Sirius, there was nobody on earth that sounds like them anymore. Exactly, yeah. You know. Uh, and that may that may be a problem for them, really. Well, what, what do you think about the headliners in 2026, then? In 2026, who's going to be... Yeah, down, you... who's gonna, what were the festivals he mentioned? He said download Reading, Leeds, etc. So. Reading and... OK, I don't think he wants specific answers. Let's, just, let's just say downloads, because yeah. that's probably the big one. Well, uh, in our country. Uh, well, well, that's a good question. In ten years, yeah. I would imagine Metallica might have finally retired by this point, yeah. or not. Let's assume they have. Let's assume Metallica have finally packed it in. in Do you think maybe like Lamb of God in ten years? You see, I think in terms of their overall popularity, I think Lamb of God have probably hit their ceiling. Yeah, maybe. Unless, well, unless they take a real, do a real curveball on their next few records. Have you listened to their new song? I've not, no. 
<laughs> it's funny you should say that. Right, it came. I know, I know a, a new song was released today, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, called The Duke. The Duke. How is it? Um, lots of singing. Really? Lots of singing. That's interesting. And uh, people, like, I, I, right, look, I, I looked at the comments. I was just oh, interested that's to see. Always, what, that's always No, 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 on, on, like, Metal Injection and Metal Hammer, you know, not on YouTube. Right. I was right. just looking at what people were saying because I was expecting a lot of people to be like, what is this bullshit? Like Randy singing loads, but everyone was loving it and they were going, oh, it's really great and okay. everything. And I was like, cool. Okay. I'll but, check it out when I get home. Yeah, but I, my personal opinion on it is that I don't care for Randy Blythe singing very much. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's fine, but that's, that's an entirely different argument from whether yeah. bands like Lamb of God should use singing or not. No, it's fine. You know? you know, but it's just, I always remember on the, um, on the Killswitch Engage DVD, mm. Mark Morton's actually on there talking about how Killswitch Engage have infused a melodic element into what they do yes. and therefore makes them more, Marketable. you know, yeah. And he actually says in that, if my band did that, this is a quote, if my band did that, it'll be middle fingers all night long. Mm. And now they're doing that. Yeah. So I kind of, I, I, well, I part mean, of me thinks, are, they are doing you doing it, it for are, that? Are they doing it in quite so obvious a way as what Killswitch Engage are though? Well, I, I implore you to listen to their new song. I will, and then you I will. Me. But I mean, you know, when that was recorded, that DVD, is this the uh, yeah, when was that? World of Blaze yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would have been around about 2008, 2007, like that, that yeah. sort of period. So Lamb of God would have been in their sacrament period. Yeah. So, you know, the thought of them doing any melodic singing at all yeah. would be absolutely ludicrous at that mm -hmm. point, you know. Um, at that point, I guess Killswitch were probably a bit bigger than they were. Yeah. Uh, but nowadays, I don't know. Yeah. I get the sense that Killswitch Engage lost a bit of momentum. Yeah, at some fair point, enough. you know, whereas Lamb of God have been steadily on the upswing the entire time. Right, I'm going to have to stop this question because we are. We, when it comes to music, we will. We, will we could use. Talk. We could do an entire podcast. Yeah, we could. Maybe we will. Maybe we will um, one day. But yeah, um, I think it's time to have a word from our sponsor, George. Frigga Mimito or so. Thank you, George. Um, right, should we get down to some spooky questions? Can we finally begin the spooktacular? Here we go. Right, I hope you were happy with uh, your question, um, Matt, and, well, the answer. Um, but, yeah, now it's time to get spooky. So, um, right, first question, first spooktacular question from Robert Honeyman. Hello, Rob. Um, Good evening. Yes. Um, That's my spooktacular. Greeting. That was good, that yeah. was good. I'm feeling, out, I'm feeling rigid. I may not do that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, he says, if um, this, is a, this is quite a topical one at the moment. Okay. Um, if approached by one of these scary clowns, uh, how would you approach the situation? This has been a big It's been problem. a thing, hasn't it? This has been a yeah. thing. Well, I think I could be wrong, mm -hmm. but I'm under the impression that largely the, the people dressing up as scary clowns and mm. trying to terrorise people... They haven't. Have they actually attacked anyone yet, or have they just been sort of standing uh, menacingly? I, I, doorway, I haven't. Like I haven't. I haven't looked into it, but I did see some posts come up about someone got stabbed and stuff. Are these all? But are these like verifiable? Or are these urban? They myths might have or? been. No, no. I've saw, I've seen posts about it on stuff that I would say is you know reputable, but like I haven't right, actually yeah. read the article because I was like, well, I don't care that much. Okay. It's always useful checking Snopes for this sort of stuff. Yeah. I don't know if you follow Snopes at all. No. It's a website which basically debunks urban myths. Okay. Well, anyway, what would you do? Well, if I saw, if I was out and about in Bromley and one of them 
popped a- up. Approached me. Yeah. I basically say hello because the whole thing, the whole thing is. <laughs> all right. So, all right. No, I think that the whole thing is. I mean, I firstly, I mean, I know like people like find the whole clown thing like utterly terrifying, mm, or some so, people do. Yeah. It doesn't really affect me in that way. I mean, I agree they do look a bit creepy. Yeah. A lot of the time, but you know, it's it's not like a. It's not a thing that really freaks me out no, specifically. It doesn't really freak me out either. Yeah. I think it's more the fact that they're people holding like weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then not doing anything. Yeah, this is the thing. I mean, I think if someone's holding a weapon and not doing anything, it's probably safe to assume... Well, I don't know, actually. Maybe I shouldn't be giving the public advice on this. <laughs> how to not. deal with people holding knives. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I think the whole purpose of the of the exercise, really, from them, is just to like get a kick out of intimidating people. Yeah, basically. You know, I'd say so. Um, I mean, I, I have heard a couple of stories of some of these clowns getting beaten up. Yeah, basically, yeah. Which you know, it's not surprising. Yeah, if you're going to go around jumping out at people holding a knife, you are basically extremely lucky if you don't get whacked occasionally. I think. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so you'd say if a clown turns up, you go, "All right, all right." And then just walk off. Well, the thing is, they yeah, you know, it's it's a game, isn't it? They're just trying to intimidate. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. So you don't, you just don't play into it, basically. Yeah, unless they actually make like they're going to stab you. In which yeah, case, then it's different. In which case, leg it. <laughs> yeah, fair. Leg enough. it and scream. Yeah. Ah! Yeah, fair play. All right, um, George Grimwood. Hey, George. Um, he wants to know our thoughts on the horror genre in cinemas today. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Every year, a new, you know, big horror film comes out around Halloween. Well, it's a classic thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Yeah, do you have any thoughts on horror? Horror films at this point in time. Mm. I haven't seen a modern horror film for quite a while, actually. Okay. Um, I'm just going to say I am going to end up talking a lot about The Conjuring 2 yeah I know because you, <laughs> you saw it and you thought it was quite scary I I thought it was fucking more than quite scary it was the best horror film I've seen in years wow, that's high like, praise yeah definitely what was that awful horror film we watched the end of the other day I don't even know what it was called it was one of those you know, like, was, we've all been there when you're on Netflix and bloody you bloody terrible yeah it was shit it was like a group of Irish teenagers that travel somewhere and then there's like a scary ghost yeah. that comes and out. And they spend the entire thing running around going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that was shit. But um, yeah, that's just that's just Netflix. You can there's Every now and then you'll find something that's like awesome. Worthwhile. But for every one really decent film, there's 10 that are shocking. I think maybe if there's, if there's Not a problem a good with like horror films in 2016, it's the same problem uh, that many other kind of film, or pretty much any other kind of film has. Which is... Which is, if something is halfway decent, they then have to turn it into a series which never, ever, ever stops. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it, it, it's, it's the Marvel effect, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, like, since Spider-Man came out, yeah, they, that, that massively gave the whole comic book thing a big boost. And mm-hmm. now anything that isn't a comic book tie-in mm. is, is extremely difficult to kind of get into cinema, the cinemas, I guess. Yeah. I know what um, you mean. And, you know, we had that period where, like, every year a new Saw movie came out. Yeah. And every Halloween. Old. and was yeah. it, How many did they do in the end? Like, eight? Oh, I, don't, I lost track. And I, I, I remember seeing an advert for seven. And But the thing is, it was the same with um, Paranormal Activity. Mm. Those films, the first three, I would recommend watching if you like scary films, because they are quite scary. 
but they again have done about six or seven now and like obviously I wanted to see the fourth one because I enjoyed the first three watching it I was like what have they done what mm. the fuck are they doing and it's uh, yeah exactly the same thing with Saw as well and like another example is Human Centipede uh, to be honest I do think the whole idea of that film is pretty stupid um, but out of morbid curiosity I watched the first one mm. Then I saw Human Centipede 2. I was like, does there need to be a Human Centipede 2, really? And now there's a third one. It's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not even... I haven't watched the third one. Yeah. Like, What's the point just, of that? Yeah, what is the point of that? I mean, I think another sort of general problem is that, like so many other artistic industries, it's kind of creatively bankrupt now, isn't it? Well, to, an, to a large extent, anyway. Maybe not yeah. completely. Do you get the sense that they're milking a cash cow? Well, it's, it's, not, it's not just that, but in terms of ideas, you know, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, here's a paranormal um, horror movie, and, mm. oh, look, it's a creepy-looking little girl in a white dress screaming at people. Yeah. It's like, how many fucking movies have you seen that in? Well, exactly, and this is a... Oh, we've got a question coming later where I'll get back to that, because that, yeah. will, that will lead me on to something. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but, but, you know, I mean, <clears throat> I think... What's what I... Uh, there, I suppose there must be there must be some genuinely good horror films. There are, that's of course. Happening. I mean, what was the one, the Babadook? The Babadook. The Babadook. Apparently, that one's bloody scary. That uh, yeah, I liked it. I never saw it. But... I li- I'd liked I liked the Babadook, but I mean, I, a lot of people were just like because it's one of them ones that has like an ending which is sort of open to interpretation, and see, a think... lot of people don't like those films. You see, I think with horror movies, that's very effective. Personally. Yeah, I, I do as well. Which is why, I, and the thing is, it's the same, it, it, to me, it's, I watch a film, if the ending isn't quite what I expected or wanted or leaves me guessing, I then have to go, okay, did I enjoy it though? Did I enjoy the whole experience of it? And then that's more important to me than if I felt, like, gratified at the end, like, do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, sometimes I understand why people get frustrated when they're like, well, there's no, I haven't got any closure from this. And it's like... Maybe maybe that's what the Babadook was. Maybe they were, maybe there'll be a sequel to that, and they'll kill that as well. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully not. Um, anyway, another word from our sponsors, George. Reg Vons. Thank you, George. Cheers. Um, right, on to Halloween costume question. Woo! Um, Kimberly Grange. Thank you. As in tradition with witches and cats. If if you had to choose an unconventional Halloween outfit to slut up, <laughs> what would you choose, and um, how would you alter it? Ah. We've all seen girls coming out in like these outfits mm. where you know it'd be like a I'm a I'm a sexy dead nurse or a sexy dead vampire. You know what I'm talking about. We've all seen them. I know what you mean. I know what the sort of thing you so, mean. So uh, yeah, it's it's weird that Halloween has sort of become sort of synonymous with wearing. Well, Nothing. Well, <laughs> I've, I've never seen that. Body. That would be quite scary. Uh, it would be unusual. Yeah. It would definitely be unusual. Uh, well, we had a brief discussion about this at the pub quiz the other day. Oh, really? Didn't we? Well, you were there. Well, did so I? You were involved in this conversation. Was I? Who was it? What? what was the conversation? A bunch of us standing in the garden. Yeah, what was the conversation? About slutty Halloween I don't think I was listening. I'm fair, well, okay, fair I'm enough. pretty sure I was wandering around smoking, trying to think of an answer for something that oh, okay. I might have not got. Fair enough. Uh, Rambler's Rest pub quiz every Sunday. You guys should Fuck definitely yes. come along. And, there was, and there's a Halloween one coming up. Ooh. So, yeah. Yeah. Rambler's Rest. Somebody, hosted by our very own George Grimwood. Well, somebody, uh, somebody made... A top, I forget who it was. Somebody made the topical suggestion of a slutty Trump. 
Oh yeah. Which sounds, if I may say so, bloody horrific. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, going do. around grabbing. No, no, no. Stop. <laughs> just, just stop right. that right well, there. Do you, do you have a suggestion then for an unconventional Halloween outfit that you could does start? It, does it have to be sort of like vaguely horror themed? Yeah. Or can it just be absolutely anything? I think it should be vaguely horror themed. Okay, well. Like... A slutty clown. <laughs> well, I don't know how. Would that work? It could. I could see it working. Has it been done? Maybe. Okay, maybe. Uh, anyone that has anyone that um, hasn't thought of what they want to come as any like girl I should say that hasn't thought of what they want to come as for Halloween, slutty clown. Okay. What if I want to go as a slutty clown? <laughs> Please don't. No. <laughs> Where are you going for Halloween? Just so I can make sure horrific. I'm not there. Yeah. I, I haven't figured that out yet actually. Oh, good. Well, let, be sure to let me know 48 hours in advance, yeah, no so worries. I can plan somewhere no else to be. Well, uh, what else? What do people generally go as? If we, if you remove the whole slutty thing. If you remove the slutty thing... What do people well, generally go as for Halloween? Uh, we see a lot of vampires. You saw the standard stuff, isn't it? You see a lot of vampires, yeah. werewolves, zombies, um, mummies. I've seen a few mummies. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you could do slutty versions Skeletons. of all of those, I think. Really? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I suppose there's not really any... I suppose maybe there's a, there's a sort of a limit in good taste. Mm. Oh, well, yeah. Definitely. There's certain things you probably shouldn't slut up. Yeah. <laughs> but then I don't think they're kind of the things you'd necessarily go as for Halloween anyway, really. Probably not, so. Um, Alright, we'll move on. Um, Shannon Walton. Hey, Shannon. Right, we did touch on some a couple of these films earlier. She said, if you had to live in one of these films, it, like you don't have a choice in the matter, you have to choose one. Hostel, Saw, or Human Centipede? Oh, bloody hell. Uh, can we just say human centipede? No. 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 Not never. No how. No way. That's no, <laughs> so between saw and hostile, which is preferable to live in. Mm. Uh, when you say live in, as in you're one of the people. You're who's one of the people in who's peril. In dire peril. Yeah. yeah. It's a grim outlook either way, isn't it? Really. It is. I'm gonna straight away say, I'd prefer hostile. Right. Okay. Any and particular reason? Because Saw, it's like the, it's the mind games that come with it. Mm. I don't think I'd handle that very well. Whereas Hostel, it is more just you're a prisoner. And then if you don't find a way out, you're getting fucked up. So I feel like I'd have more chance escaping in Hostel than I would in Saw. In the sense that you've not got to deliberately put yourself through some Ex- yeah. grueling ordeal yeah, basically. in order to survive. Basically, yeah. Yeah, I can I can kind of see that it's uh, you against your captor rather than you against you. Yeah, but yeah, you've hit the nail on the head. Okay, there. I can I can see why that would be favourable yeah. in a way. I mean, let's face it, no one wants to be in the human centipede, do they? I don't think anyone particularly wants to be in any of them. No, but uh, <laughs> no. But out of the three, I mean, come on. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go with that. I suppose the thing <laughs> is, though, I mean, a lot of it. Uh, a lot of it can be avoided by you know just not getting absolutely blackout drunk in a strange town. With yeah, strange no, people. completely. I mean, watching Hostel certainly put me off going to on holiday to certain you know Eastern European countries. Yeah, I imagine the various Eastern European tourist boards were bloody thrilled with that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right, cheers for that, Shannon. Um, should we do Jamboree? It's the final one. Oh well, is it? It's been a hell of a ride, hasn't it? It has been a hell of a ride. Should we? Um, Give it some closure, Let's unlike the Babadook. Um, here it is. This is the final instalment of Andrew's Jigsaw Jamboree. 
beards are useful in those conditions. Right, how many pieces have we got left there? Oh my god, it's, it's, we're nearly there. Yeah. You've got 10, 11 including the one in your hand. Right. I don't know where this one goes. You're so close now. This is insane. I'm actually a little bit excited now. I didn't think I would get excited towards the end, but yeah, now you're, you're getting into it because it's about to finish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over because the, the ordeal is nearly over. I'm so excited to see this last piece going. Do you think I should film the last piece going in, or just you can if you want? Nah, that would now nah, we just you know fuck it. Oh my god. It's all coming together. It's, they're going in faster now than ever before. Well, there's fewer options now. There's only six left. Seven, including the one in your hand. Six. Oh. Oh. It's not clear which way around this one should go, so I'll save that one. Oh, well. Yes, because there's a letter M there, so that goes that way around. Five. You sound like four, three. You sound like you're about to ejaculate. Two, one. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? There's one left, and you went. Um. <laughs> oh, it's, not, it's, not, it's not obvious which way we're going. Oh fuck, mate! Like, put it in. Okay, you ready? Go on. Well, what are you doing? Fuck for that. Yeah. God dear, I think it's high five. Pow! High five. That is amazingly boring to look at, but there you go. <laughs> well, cheers, cheers. Oh, the dog, look, the dog's come to celebrate. He's hey, throwing his bowl in. No, cheers, cheers. He's throwing his bowl in. Yeah, was that him saying he wants a drink? Yeah, I'll get him some water. But we should just quickly say that has been ten weeks. Ten weeks of pure hell. Yeah, Andrew's jigsaw jamboree. Yeah. Jigsaw hell. Needless to say, we'll never do this again. No, not never, no how. So, hope that you've all enjoyed it. Oh, I finished ahead of schedule as well. You did. It's You finished uh, 11 minutes before I estimated. So, well good. done. Good, 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 good. Uh, better take it all apart, mate. We've got to take a photo of it first. Oh, okay. All right, well, uh, we'll leave it there. And uh, enjoy the rest of uh, week week 10 of yeah. the last episode. Stay uh, wordy. Yes, to stay wordy. That's becoming your little catchphrase. I like it. It shouldn't be. No, oh, well. Cheers, folks. Thanks, Bye. Adam Jarrett. For nothing. Yeah. And there it was. Done. Done. Dunzo. Completely donezo. Yeah. Wow. What are we going to do now? <laughs> Anything but do that again, basically. Do you feel like there's going to be a little bit of a void in your life? Uh, I'm glad we did it because we kind of tested the waters a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, let's just say thank you to Adam Mac Jarrett for. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. He <laughs> basically also hasn't given us a question this week. Bitch. What a bastard. Yeah, I know. Well, anyway, uh, a quick word from our sponsors. Flanger McCafferty. Right, and we're back mm. with Ben Nothing. Hey, Ben Nothing. He says, which Halloween monster would be the best at sex out of a werewolf, a zombie, or a mummy? Oh, my God. Uh, 
Um, well, I suppose I would have to say probably a werewolf because they like it doggy style. Well, 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 very good, very good. Um, yeah, but I mean, like mummies and zombies—they're literally falling apart. Yeah, but mummies could be into like bondage and stuff because they've got all that. <laughs> You've given this some thought, haven't you? I did have a little discussion with Ben about it. Earlier. Right. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, I don't know what all we said about zombies was they'd be the noisiest. <laughs> moaning and groaning. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but you've said werewolf. Well, if only because the werewolf isn't in any danger of falling apart. Oh, okay, yeah. Basically. That would be a bit of a turn-off. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Whereas, yeah, wolves are generally in one piece. Barely substantive people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, are we going with werewolf then? Yeah. All right, fair enough. Thanks for that, Ben. Um, <laughs> all right, Emily Walton. Hey, Emily Walton. Um, she wants to know, how can she go about summoning the dead to do her bidding for her? Any experience in this? No, this is actually not an area I have... Uh, this is not my province, I'm afraid, Emily. No. Nope. No, no, no. Where uh, would you start if you were going to try? If you, It depends if you sort of believe the movies or not. Let's say that you do. If you see, well, you, know, you ever watch The Evil Dead? Uh, yes. Army of Darkness and all that? Okay, yeah. You just need to get the uh, Necronomicon. <laughs> okay, and that's it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wondering what Emily wants the dead to do for her. She hasn't actually specified, has she? Like, no. Do her laundry? Yeah, like... Um, I don't know. Cover do... her at work? Yeah, cover her at work. Make cups of tea? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say no to having... Some helpers. Do you, would you not feel bad not, not allowing them to rest, though? Maybe. Yeah, let them be at peace and all that. Well, couldn't you summon just the really the ones that were really lazy in life? <laughs> this is your reward. Yeah, like it's time you it's time to you own your keep. You got to pull your weight. Pull your weight. Yeah. Put the kettle on. You dead fuck. Yeah. That plug needs wiring. <laughs> yeah. Chop, chop. <laughs> yeah, dog needs taking out. Mm. Move it. Yeah, they'd be pretty good at taking dogs for a walk because they could just like throw their lo- their bones for the dog to catch. They would eventually run out of bones though. They would, and then the dog would be just left in the park mm. with just a lead with a skeleton's hand attached to it, running riot. Yeah, well, I think I suppose if you believe the movies and whatnot, you need to use in order to do this. You need some arcane death magic yeah or something like that but again so. this is not my province so I could really answer that sensibly I'm afraid well I guess we'll just say Emily you need to find the what was it called the Necronomicon yep yep ask um, Bruce Campbell he probably has it yep <laughs> fair enough alright um, Georgie Grange hey Georgie scariest horror film you've ever seen ooh okay uh, this is this is where I get to talk about The Conjuring 2 a lot okay after you've said what the scariest one you've seen is I think there's a difference between the most disturbing mm. and the most scary okay does that make sense yeah yeah um, if do you we, have one for each yeah yeah okay. yeah, yeah let's hear it I think for the most disturbing uh, audition audition I haven't audition. seen it it's a Japanese horror movie. Oh, Japanese. Uh, yeah. <laughs> those, Say those, no more. Those, those guys, when it comes to horror, those guys do not fuck around. No, no. Um, so why was it disturbing? Without 
giving too much of it away. Okay. Uh, it's diff- yeah, it's difficult to explain without giving a lot of it away, really. Um, when I sat down to watch it, it was on film four one time. Right. I sat down to watch it over the evening, and I didn't initially realise that it was going to be a horror movie. Right. Uh, and the setup of the thing is that basically this is aging film producer. Okay. Who's trying to find a wife, a new wife for himself. Right. Fair. And so what he does is he sets up a casting call for young young actresses. Right. And uh, for a fake movie that doesn't exist, and the idea is that he tries to marry one of them or whatever yeah, yeah. like that. And he winds up in some spectacularly deep shit as a result. Right. And from that, I can't really kind of elaborate on it much more than that without okay. ruining the whole thing. Fair enough. But it's, yeah, some of the stuff in it is just very, very dark. Yeah, I mean, visually, there's some deeply disturbing stuff in there, right. I'd say. So what would you say is the scariest, then? Um, if that's the most disturbing, what's been the scariest film you've seen? Uh... Some people may scoff at this, but The Shining really freaked me out. Okay. No, I could... I have you, have you seen The Shining? Yeah, I've seen The Shining. I think... I do know... I know what you mean, but I think it's... that If I watched... If I had seen it... If I was watching it for the first time now, I don't think it would scare me quite as much. But I think I saw it when I was slightly younger. Right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that I understand what you, where you're coming from with that one. I think with, <clears> with The Shining, it's... Kubrick was just such a good director... Yeah, and he kind of knew instinctively when he didn't actually have to do anything. Yeah, yeah. That which is a really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's that was another thing I said to you about um, Rear Window as well. Mm. That whole sequence in Rear Window where, literally, for about ten minutes, it's just. Uh, I can't remember the main guy's name in it now but he when he's just falling asleep in his chair and waking up and still looking out the window and it's raining yeah. and he's drinking his drink like it goes on for like 10 minutes but it was just like captivating yeah with, without doing a lot without having to do much or without any script either it was yeah. silence like, I think what, <clears throat> what Kubrick was really good at was framing shots as well right you know um, but what was really good about what I thought really really kind of got me was the use of sound mm or not using it at times. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, so there's the bit where the kid's on his uh, his little tricycle. Oh, yeah. And he got, I can never remember the name of the room that he's not supposed to go to. Yeah, I can't either. But he sort of makes like he's going to go to it. Yeah, yeah. That entire that entire sequence is really, really, really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and particularly the way they use sound. Cause that, it's just that, yeah. that really weird sort of throbbing noise. Yeah. The closer he gets to the door, the more intense it comes. Yeah. And then he just sort of backs away. So mm-hmm. it's like virtually nothing happens in that sequence. Yeah, yeah. But just because of the way it's shot and directed and all the rest of it, well, it's really kind of like, oh my God. This leads me to The Conjuring 2. That is the scariest film I've ever seen. All right. I can say that. I can look back at every film I've ever seen and nothing actually scared me and had me on the edge of my seat as much as that. Similar reasons, would you say? Well, yeah, the, the, what you were just saying about like the way something is shot and the use of sound and stuff, there is a... Again, I'm not going to give too much away, but there's one particular scene where the girl is basically being like possessed by an old man. Right. And uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are the uh, ghost hunters or whatever, come to have a chat. And uh, it's just the way it's shot. It's like the girl's sitting in a little chair in the corner and 
in in the foreground you're seeing Ed looking sort of away from him because she says that he's not going to say anything if you're looking at me. So you see him in the foreground and in the background you can see the chair, you can see the girl, but like it's silhouetted and you can't really see it. It's just like, yeah. But it's like seamless. The way they it, it basically it, it, he's like talking and this voice starts coming out of the girl, this like old man's creepy voice. And then you don't even realize it's happened, but the shape of her at some point during this conversation has turned into an old man. And I, the more, like, I've seen it twice now, I've watched the film twice, and, like, the second time, I obviously knew what was going to happen, so I was, like, looking at it, going, hang on, where's the old man? I know, and I remember towards the end, the first time I saw it, there was an old man in that chair. And it was just, I, I still don't quite understand it, but you just have to see it to know what I mean. But what you said earlier about um, horror films, you know, how many times have you seen a horror film, you know, a little girl in a dress that comes out and is really scary. And goes boo. Yeah. It's like, it's so dated and it doesn't scare me anymore. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> and that's why The Conjuring 2 really, The Conjuring 1 has that similar thing, a little girl in a dress. So Conjuring 2 is the complete opposite. It's the fact that, it, for one, it's set in England. So it's, and it's, it's obviously based on the true events and things like this. So there's that already things that are based on true like happenings and stuff that you can actually look up and research online. That gets me more excited and freaks me out more straight away. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's, that's fair. <clears throat> but the fact that it's uh, an old man in a little house in Enfield that's died, as opposed to the usual, makes it so much more terrifying. And like, it's just that it's it's just done so well and it made me shit myself yeah <laughs> like had me on the edge of my seat I jumped a lot I was on the edge of my seat for a whole of it I just incredibly uncomfortable experience but at the end of it I was like fuck that was a rush do you know what I mean mm. and yeah I strongly uh, I strongly recommend anyone that hasn't seen it to go and watch it including you okay so yeah that's the scariest film I've ever seen um, okay next question um, Joe Lord Hey Joe. He wants to know the best and the worst Halloween costumes you've ever seen. The best and the worst Halloween yeah. costumes. Can I just say, best Halloween costume I've ever seen, Nathan at the Swan, I think maybe a year or two years ago, came as a Lego man. Oh, I do remember that. Oh, it was fantastic. That was super, wasn't it? <laughs> it was just, it was the moment when I like saw him, I was like, oh man, you look amazing. And then later on in the evening when we kind of separated but we're still in the same area, I looked over at him as he was holding his beer and he had the... The he card the Lego with the yellow card. <laughs> yeah, and it looked so good because the pipe was in it, but you couldn't see his hand at all. And I was like, that is, that's just made it for me. How did he get his wallet out to pay for the drink? Oh, I have no idea. Maybe, it's a mystery. Maybe he, like, taped his card to one of the... Pla yeah, I did, things, I did. It was contactless, and he just sort of palmed <laughs> the card machine. I did hear this, this story, actually, once about... Um, this group of people who, like, I get it might have been Halloween or whatever. Yeah. But went out to London dressed as wizards right and apparently what one of them had done he like got himself a wand right he'd taken the chip out of his oyster card <laughs> and put it on the end of the wand <laughs> so he'd go up to the turnstile and... <laughs> that's amazing yeah I thought that was brilliant yeah that's I, I, I hope that's I really hope that's yeah, true yeah yeah that would love, be lovely if it was um, true. so what's the best Halloween costume you've ever seen uh... I haven't done much I'm not really like 
historically a big Halloween person, so I've not seen very many Halloween costumes. Well, bought yeah, outside of Bromley, really. No, I know. Um, I have to say the the one which I think the funniest one. Uh, do you remember we played a gig on Halloween once? Yeah, I think I might know what you're about to say. Jason's uh, Jason came as a gingerbread man. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. But I actually went to the costume shop with him in Coney Hall yeah, earlier yeah. in the day. And he'd actually hired this full gingerbread man suit. Yeah. They, which I think lasted all of one song because it was so hot. So in hot it. in there, yeah. That was that the one you came as a devil. I came as the devil. The caped devil. In my little. Um, Lycra suit. My, yeah, my Lycra suit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pictures are available on Facebook, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants to see there, that. There is one, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 2010, Jamie? if you're interested. <laughs> there you go. Um, what was Jamie? Jamie came as a skeleton. Oh, he was a skeleton. He had the, he had the skeleton suit. And was I the dead Frenchman? You, yeah, to be honest... <laughs> I think what happened was you just kind of picked a load of random things and at the end you, you just kind of rationalised the choice as like, well, oh, I'm a French guy and I'm dead. Well, oh, come on, I had a beret and I had a black and white stripy shirt and yeah, really my... gay cigarettes I bought. <laughs> so yeah, but I think my, my point is that I don't, think, I don't think it started out intending to be a Frenchman. I don't remember how that came about. Oh, I had the Phantom of the Opera mask. And you had the Phantom of the Opera mask yeah, as well, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a good year. Uh... That that was that was. Jason also came as um, Beetlejuice one year, didn't he? That was good. Actually. That was really good. I don't think I've seen many bad ones. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. Do you, the remember, worst. Well, do you remember the the year I came as a ghost? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know what? I was actually thinking of stealing your idea for this Halloween because I have literally no money to buy yeah. some to go out of my way to look stupid this year. Because what I what I did was I literally just bought a sheet, yeah. cut out two eye holes, that and then it. I was a ghost. Yeah. And the good thing about that costume is you can take it on and off as you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because I imagine ordering a pint. I got a some. Like... I got some funny looks as I walked down the street. So I think <laughs> I think people like thought I'd come as a KKK member, or something like, which you know, looking back, because you have I a wizard hat on underneath. I didn't. I didn't have a point. I didn't have the pointy hat. But <laughs> no. you know, the thing, the sheet I was wearing was quite big. Yeah, yeah. And it was sort of flapping around all over the place. I was like, uh, yeah. This, probably, this might look a bit. Era. Yeah, this might look a bit dodgy actually if people don't know that yeah. I'm meant to be a ghost. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so you're saying the worst costume you've seen is your own? It wasn't great. No. Um, and I ditched it in the end. I got fed up with it. Oh, do you remember the year... These were pretty bad. Do you remember the year that me, Jason and Sam Wood came as three security guys? No. Do you not remember this? We came... We basically bought um, these enormous shirts, like quadruple XL shirts. <laughs> Stuff them with pillows and like duvet stuff, and then on the back just wrote. They were obviously just black shirts, and we just wrote security. Wait, on the when back. was this? This was Halloween one year. Did I know you at this point? I think you did. I have no recollection of this whatsoever. Well, yeah, that was bad because there was no reason for it. We just decided we were just free yeah. fat bloke <laughs> security written on the back. Like, what's up? Halloween, happy Halloween, everyone. Maybe I was. Maybe I wasn't with you guys at Halloween that maybe point. not maybe not oh, yeah, but, um, yeah they were pretty bad <laughs> let's, all... say, let's say that yeah let's say that's the worst and we'll say Nathan's <laughs> Lego Man was the best definitely the winner I yeah. think um, alright a word from our sponsors George crevice it's over and we're back um, right Carl Smith hey Carl he wants to know, what should be the next big stereotype in the horror genre? The next big stereotype in the horror genre? Yes. 
I feel like clowns are making a comeback because of all this bullshit. Yeah, I mean, we've, that's kind of been a thing already, though. It has been a thing. Uh, like, it. Yeah, yeah. Um... Well, I suppose the point is, it would have to be, it would have Ronald to be something. McDonald's. It would have to be something new, wouldn't it? Yeah. So what would it be? Yeah. What haven't they done to death yet? Yeah. Or done at all even. Yeah. Because you can be damn sure that when somebody has a good idea, everyone else starts nicking it. Yeah, basically. Um. What are you thinking? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. There aren't enough space horrors, I think. Okay. Do you I mean like aliens or alien? Well, alien I think is a horror. Alien, okay, maybe the alien or yeah. A- A- Alan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. It's yeah something George said the other day. You see, now that George has said that, I'm never ever <laughs> going to be able to watch that movie again without automatically thinking that the alien's called Alan. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but yeah, aliens, Alien Three, and all the others, they're action movies as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the first one's a horror film. That's okay. Um, yeah, space. They should do something. They should do more with space. They've not really done that properly. I well, saying think. that, I did watch uh, a film called Dark Skies the other day. Okay. That was based on around alien invaders, but just they were just invading one home. Mm. Um, that was creepy, the way it was done. Obviously, signs as well. Never saw signs. Oh, I watched signs. That if do you know what? If I hadn't seen The Conjuring Two. Signs was another one that gave me a similar feeling. Yeah. Like, I, w- I saw it when I was, like, 12 at, at Blue Water as well. Uh, and I, too, that, that, that was a 15, that film. Uh, I think. Well, well, I was old enough to watch it. You broke it. the law. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. But um, I did have a very... I had difficulty sleeping after okay. watching that film. Oh, um, so, yeah, enough. Aliens do... If it's done well... I think aliens. But it's, it's not just aliens. I think it's just sort of space in general is an okay. utterly terrifying thing. Because we, we were listening to that thing the other day, the sound of Saturn's rings. Oh yes. Which, if you're interested, listeners, there's actually a, a recording on YouTube you can find quite easily, which mm-hmm. purports to be the sound, a recording of the sound produced by the electromagnetic waves produced by Saturn's rings. Yeah. And it's a very it's a chilling sound. It is. And I don't, I don't know, we were listening to it the other day, and I don't know if it had the same effect on you as it did on me. Oh, what did it? What? Well, it, it creeped me out quite a lot. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, it really did. But not only that, it instilled me with a deep existential dread as well, actually. Well, that's, that's good. Because... <laughs> it, did, it did, there was part of it where I was like, it does sound like distant screams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like... The fact... The, just the thought that a planet is screaming into the abyss for eternity <laughs> yeah. is, is yeah. Yeah, inherently terrifying and has been doing so since millions of years before humans showed up Yeah, yeah. and presumably will continue to do so long after humans disappear yeah that's you're right I'm, yeah. I'm a little bit scared now yeah I'm feeling chilled why is it screaming Chris <laughs> I don't know why is the planet screaming why is it screaming what's, what's, what's it, what's who's it try- hurt Saturn what's it trying to warn us about <laughs> I don't. I want to know. Can we contact Saturn? Yeah. Is there a way? Um, I don't think Saturn is in. An, I'm not Call on. Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> or who's hurt Saturn? Yeah. Or who's about what? to hurt it? Oh, stop! It is creepy. I see. Yeah. So there you go. I think. I think we're onto something there. Yeah. The next big stereotype, Carl, for the horror genre should be screaming planets. Screaming fucking planets. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying. Don't look out your window. Because <laughs> yeah. Saturn might be waiting there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's move on.
All right, cool. Uh, Liam McFarlane. Hey, Liam McFarlane. He wants to know, um, so you're making this year's Halloween slasher film. What's it about and who's in it? Well, what's, it's, if it's this year, it has to be topical, I guess. Yeah, okay. It has to be relevant. Yeah, fair. So what's been going on this year? <laughs> what has been going on this year? What's uh, what's in the headlines? What's the what's the word on the street? Yeah, well, let's look back at 2016. I mean, it's not over yet, but no. we're near the end. So nearly, thank God. Well, uh, it's been a rough year in many ways. Yeah, it has. I mean, there's been a lot of um, celebrity death. Yeah. Um, would it? I imagine it'd be pretty distasteful. To do a slasher film involving dead celebrities. Yes. So maybe we should avoid that we one. We should avoid that. Um, what else has been going on? Uh, well, there's yeah. Trump. Yeah, that guy. There's Brexit. Well, I suppose, I suppose, yeah, with Trump, it's like, maybe he'll go on a rampage. That could be a good film. Yeah. Yeah, what would you call that? Um... Trump going on a rampage. What, what's a good title for that? Who would play Trump as well? The Orange Terror. <laughs> the Orange Terror. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who would play Trump? Who would make a well, good... Well, I don't know if you've seen any of the Saturday Night Live skits that have been coming out. No. Lately. You know what Saturday Night Live is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, they've been doing various... They've been doing a few skits lately based on the presidential debates yeah I'm sure they Alec have. Baldwin has been doing an absolutely spot on impression of Trump so you think he could be yeah Alec Baldwin play. yeah definitely alright uh, and I guess he'd be going around stabbing people up and doing vote room or something just that yeah I guess <laughs> alright so yeah Liam our film is uh, Alec Baldwin as Trump going on a massacre yeah basically um, alright well uh, a word from our sponsors, George Grimwood. Tooth plunge McGunt. <laughs> right. You know what it's time for? No, I'm afraid I don't. It's time for your scary joke. Ah, oh, the spooktacular joke. Mm -hmm. It's not a long one today, it's, it's a short one. Oh, fair it's enough. It's a little one. That's all right. Okay. So, I can uh, only take so much more fear. It's been such a. It's been so bloody scary it's been so a far, chilling, hasn't it? It's been a chilling episode. The old nerves can't take much exactly. more of this. Oh, no, right. quite. Okay, well, here you go, here you go, here you go. What do ghosts drink uh, to refresh themselves? <laughs> that was really. What? What do ghosts drink to refresh themselves? Yeah. Um. I want to try and have a guess at this because it's going to be a stupid pun, isn't it? <laughs> like you're nodding with a stupid grin on your face, brilliant. Uh, to refresh themselves. Um, oh, is it going to be Ghoul Aid? Yeah. Oh, what do I win? Nothing. Oh, that's depressing. Nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, good, good, good joke, old friend. No worries, old chum. <laughs> All right. Um, well, well, we've we've got a bit more time. What should we talk about? Well, let's talk about Halloween some more. Where, what, what, what's the plan for Halloween? I don't know. I don't know. I just go. Yeah, I get the impression. I just go with the crowd these yeah, days. Yeah, usually I do as well. I, I get the impression most people are just going to go to the railway. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And we've got to go in costume, I guess, as well. That's yeah. Of... Well, you. That's a good. That's the big question. What are you going to come as for Halloween? 
goes to the devil again. And again, you're going to reuse the lycra. Yeah. What's what, what, I don't know if it's lycra. Or whatever it is. It's, it's basically a morph suit. It's a morph suit. Without the head. Mm. Um, the trouble is, that time of year, far too cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Just put a sock sock down it. Uh, ah, banana. <laughs> banana. Or All right, cucumber. Do, yeah, the old spinal a tap. Cucumber. <laughs> You've seen spinal tap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did I see that um, Harry Shearer is suing? He's sh- yeah, he's uh, suing somebody who've un- who he believes have underreported royalties. So that From they spinal they, tap. Yeah, so that he they can stiff him on yeah. the money, basically. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, fair play to him, I guess. It makes me wonder, though. I mean, because obviously Harry Shearer is one of the guys involved. He's only one of the guys involved in it. So yeah. like Christopher Guest was the other he was the one who played Nigel Tufnell. Yeah, yeah. And does this mean that Christopher Guest has been adequately compensated? Yeah, I wonder. I do wonder actually. Or also, not. do you do you think I mean Harry Shearer's gotta be pretty minted. So I mean it, I imagine it's a matter of principle as opposed to money. I guess so. He doesn't I doubt he needs needs the money at this point. No. But yeah, fair play. Um what am I gonna come as for Halloween? Yeah, you I have a go as a dead Frenchman again. No, no I don't have my stripy shirt. You can get another stripy shirt. I could, but I am leaning towards the ghost. Which one? Just the just the standard sheet job. Oh right, I see. Right. I, I haven't put any thought into it. Usually, I just end up turning up and someone's got some fake blood. I'm like, blood me. That'll do. And then I just walk around and get drunk and go, oh, you look fantastic in your costume. Yeah. Don't look at me. <laughs> like. Does yeah. it have to be? But does it have to be Halloween themed? Could it just be anything? Well, it, that's the thing, isn't it? Like Halloween nowadays. I mean, obviously you get the odd person that comes as like a vampire or whatever, but generally people just turn up as whatever the fuck they want, like yeah. a Teletubby or or, an, or a giant apple. Like yeah, it doesn't not? really matter. Like, <laughs> could go so as I a banana. Just, I could a banana. I have always wanted to wear a giant banana costume. Have you seen that episode of Bottom? Um, I don't think so. Oh. I've seen an episode of. Um, well, there was an ep- there's a ah, there's a Halloween episode. Only where he comes as a banana. Eddie is a banana. Richie's the devil. Okay. And the recur- the running gag is that Richie can't get the right colour pair of tights. Right. So he ends up with these ridiculous see through green tights with his devil costume. <laughs> oh, okay. I saw an episode of Mitchell and Webb look where um, Robert Webb wears a banana costume and does a dance. I must have missed that one. It's great. I've, that that was the thing that made me want to wear one. Ah, uh, Robert Webb. Robert Webb doing his amazing dance. Mm. But what, how much is what's the going rate for a giant banana? You can hire them. Yeah, but what's, how much is that going to cost? No idea. Because that's the thing. I can't justify spending money. We've well, still got the looking ridiculous. You've still got the old mask out there, haven't you? That uh, oh. the general public may not have seen. Oh yeah, I could, but that is that does get incredibly hot in there. Yeah, that's true. But that isn't a bad shout, actually, because that's like it's already there. I don't have to go out of my way, and it would actually put it to some use. Yeah, because yeah. it orig- originally. Oh, a little backstory here. Uh, one of our old music videos, um, we planned to have a uh, a fox. It was basically a complete rip-off of the Crack Fox from the Mighty Boosh. Yeah, that's a similar thing. Yeah. So my brother went to a lot of effort making uh, from scratch a fox. Mask. Well, a whole head, not just a mask. But it never got used. It never got used. So maybe I think it's because we didn't finish it on time. Yeah, we yeah. The, the schedule it fucked up. But it's been sitting here just looking cool for ages and not yeah. being used. So 
Might be time. Maybe. Might be time to bust it out. Maybe I'll go as a cat. A cat? Yeah. Mm, Why not? That's a bit feminine. I like cats. <laughs> Wait, if you want to go as a cat, fair play. But... Like, you know. Yeah, I know. It's it's generally it's generally something that women go as. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Uh, you go as a dog. Uh, how do you do a dog, though? <laughs> uh, usually from behind. Come on, you set anyway, me up. You set me anyway. up. Anyway, you set me up. Well, how do you do a dog outfit then? Um, we get a tail and some ears and some paws, and then get some face paint. Okay. Uh, Can we just do that? Just go as dogs. Just go as different dogs. Well, yeah, could do, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, we could go as a pair of beatniks. Oh, we could. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> just turn up clicking it, everyone. Yeah. And say everything we say in the night just to be like rhyme. Mm, that would be difficult to keep up. That would be difficult after, to keep up. After several drinks, that would be uh, nigh on impossible to keep up, I would say. Well, that could be the challenge. <laughs> Who knows? Well, we'll leave it as a surprise. But what's probably going to happen is Andrew's going to come as a devil. And I'm going to come as nothing and have blood on my face. That's usually the way of it, isn't it? So you can look forward to seeing us as that. And we look forward to seeing all of your costumes as well. Yeah, yeah, Genuinely, because yeah. everyone's better at it than us. <laughs> so we we're enjoy. quite bad at it. There's yeah, only two ways of we're not. We're not good. We suck. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, right, do, do you know what? This we've, we've kind of had such an enjoyable episode, we've forgotten that this is the final... Episode oh, no. of season three. Oh no! Episode thirty is pretty much over. So, well, let's say some what thank are, yous. What are your fa- well? What's your favourite memories from this this run? So uh, far? Well, if I could remember it properly, maybe the cock off. <laughs> that was good. That was, that was a good one. That was pretty special. Um, the two parter. I think episode four and five, maybe. Uh, if you want to, either three, or, it's either three or three and four or four and five. But if you want to re-listen believe, to that, can you believe? I just thought, yeah, we we started this back in August, early yeah. August, this season. Yeah, yeah, it's October now. I remember saying to you while doing the Jigsaw Jamboree, like, oh, when will the final one be out? And we were like, oh, in November. And uh, I yeah. think we said we miscalculated there, didn't we? Yeah, but you know, uh, what's been your favourite moment? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the cock off. Yeah, I think the cock off was good. George fun, did a George did a splendid job. George and, was and the host with the most. Yep, and Liam did a splendid job as well, filming and t- taking photos. So uh, that was probably my favourite memory from this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about yeah. you? Yeah, I'd go with the same. Go with the same thing. Yeah, okay. Um, what else have we done? Well, I've done we the did jigsaw. The, we did the, the we've done the jigsaw jamboree. We've had the soup off. We had the soup off. We've had the uh, the poetry slam. Poetry slam. We've had Jason as a guest. Jason guesting. Yeah, the getting to know Drew. Getting to know Drew. Uh, it's been real. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, this is. Um, you, where do you see the format going from this point onwards? I have an idea. Do you? I do. Are you going to share it now, or we discuss? Well, this later? all right, we can share it now. Um, we'll see what listeners think. Like anyone that gets to this point. Um, next season, we were thinking of doing similar to how this episode has been based on around Halloween. I was thinking of doing more of a uh, a topical based show, so still get questions, right? But each week there'll be a theme. So, like you said earlier, we could do a whole podcast on music. We could then do a whole podcast on 
computer games and then the whole do you know what I mean okay so we, we sort of set a topic and people bring in yeah, their just questions, questions related on to that particular one thing. topic okay that might be that might be a way forward that could actually. be good because I, I like the, I like the fact there's been a thread to this to this episode mm. you know what I mean it's led us onto things back yeah then. yeah it's led for a more focused discussion hasn't that's, it that's what I mean that's what I'm saying so that's, that's well let's know what do you think listeners yeah what do you think obviously yeah, we'll nice. still have um, jokes and features and stuff but a more you know focused show for next season mm. let us know your thoughts um, before we say our final words um, final word from our sponsor George good work George good work George yeah right let's say some thank yous we need yeah. to say the biggest thank you of all has to go to George Grimwood. Yeah. He goes to a lot of effort to create pod to keep Podnos going and trying to create um, a creative network. And we thank him for his patience, time, and all the work that he's put into yeah, this. It's not. It is. It is a not insubstantial amount of effort. No. And we should probably mention actually that uh, George has actually set up a Patreon for the Podnos yes. network. And if you're not familiar with what Patreon is. It's basically a website or it's a scheme which allows you to financially support the things that you enjoy on the internet. Basically, there are running costs associated with Podnos and uh, Patreon. He set up the Patreon to help try and cover those. So it would be all you would need to do is you know, pledge something like a quid a month or two quid a month. Yep. And it would all it would all help. You know? Yep, every and helps. it's also worth pointing out that absolutely nobody, not, not us or George, would get paid. No. out of your donations either it would purely yeah, yeah. be to help with the running costs of the thing and yeah do it yeah <laughs> so yeah thanks to George thanks Thank to, to thanks George. to Liam for sitting in and yeah, tasting Liam. the soup and, yeah, and filming and yeah. photographs for the cock off thank you to Jason for uh, guesting guesting uh, thank you to I think that's everyone actually isn't it well everyone the, the most important people to thank is the people other than George, obviously, the most important people to thank you, you for listening. Oh, and, of course. <laughs> yeah, and sending us questions. Without the questions, we'd be sitting here talking to each other about nothing. Yeah. So, and this all started as, you know, just an idea. And now it's three seasons long, 30 episodes. 30 episodes. And it's, I think it's been, I think it's helped us. I think it's been good. It has. For us. Do you feel you've grown as a person? I do, and I think I've uh, got to know you better. Yeah, well, likewise. And uh, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the whole thing, the whole process, and I still do. Um, so we will be back for a season four. Um, also, should say we're going to try and do a Christmas special, a one-off Christmas special in between the seasons. Woo-hoo! So I look forward to that. That'll be very festive. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess that's it for another season. Excellent. Well done. To well you, done. well sir. done, dude. Let's there have a go. little shake of a hand. Hand shake, very good. Yeah, you can't really hear it, but we did. <laughs> um, so I guess all that's left to say, and right, I'll let you do this one last time. But next season, we're not doing this anymore. Okay. Stay, Stay wordy. Until next season. Thank you.
nosy woman.